Good morning. I'm Donna Quinn. And for the next half hour, you'll be listening to Talk of Our Towns. Today, we will be exploring Willapa National Wildlife Refuge. The refuge is part of the National Wildlife Refuge System, which is administered by United States Fish and Wildlife Service. There are 568 of these refuges in the United States. And last year, Jackie Ferrier, the project leader of the Willapa National Wildlife Refuge Complex, was named 2019 Refuge Manager of the Year by the National Wildlife Refuge Association, which marked the first time in the award's 25-year history that a woman received the honor. And so today, it is my pleasure to have Jackie on the line from the Willapa National Wildlife Refuge. Good morning, Jackie. Good morning, Donna. Thanks so much for having me. I really appreciate that wonderful introduction. Very excited well, to be here to talk about Willapa National Wildlife Refuge. Yes, congratulations. You have been there for over a decade, and, and during your time as the complex leader, you, you've overseen restoration of title. You've done so many things, and we're going to find out about those things because a lot of folks may not know um, what an incredible resource it is to have the Willapa National Wildlife Refuge here in the Pacific Northwest and the Columbia Pacific area, which is in Pacific and Waukiacum counties. So before we find out more about this amazing 17,000-acre refuge, um, let's let the listening audience know a bit about you and your career and about your history, please. So please tell us a bit about yourself, Jackie. Sure. Uh, I have always, for as long as I can remember, been interested in wildlife and animals and I've been blessed with having the career path that I have had, but from began from literally volunteering at a National Wildlife Refuge, um, working in through getting my bachelor's and master's in wildlife and in upstate New York, and worked my way all the way across the country, uh, different National Wildlife Refuges in different positions um, over the past, oh, 27 years or so with the Fish and Wildlife Service. And... Uh, like you say, the past decade, which doesn't seem possible, but the past decade at Willapa National Wildlife Refuge, which is truly home, and um, what an amazing refuge, and I'm really excited to be able to talk to you about that. And just, a, you know, people always ask about my title as a project leader. So it's really, it's the refuge manager, and I am the manager of the complex, which consists of three national wildlife refuges, Willapa, um, which is here in uh, near Long Beach, Washington, and around the Willapa Bay. And then there's also Julia Butler Hansen Refuge, which is over in Kathlamet, and Lewis and Clark Refuges, which is um, lots of islands within the Columbia River itself, which stretches from Tongue Point um, almost all the way up to Longview, Washington. So um, it's pretty that is a lot of refuge. And... Maybe we should start at the very beginning. Why do we need refuges? What are they? Oh, refuges are really important places. And I'll, I'll talk specifically about Willapa um, because each of them have their own specific mission. So let's, let's just talk a little bit about the nearest one to you, to you at, uh, as Willapa. So we, the refuge was established in 1937. So we've been around for quite a while. Um, and its purpose is uh, to conserve and benefit migratory birds. And it really, what does that mean is, you know, Wilba Bay is a really important stopover. Um, so stopover refueling, feeding, resting area for 
waterfowl and shorebirds, whether they're going north to their breeding grounds or they're going south to their wintering grounds, Willapa Bay is, is one of those really important hotspots. And um, we do all of our best um, work to try to manage that habitat to make sure that they have the best wildlife uh, habitat, food resources, resting areas that they can possibly have. So that's what, that's in a nutshell, that's what the, the refuge is really important for, is for those migratory birds as well as threatened and endangered species. So we have some that are here for all year round. We have some that are here that are migratory, and we have some that are really important, um, that have an important life cycle phase here. So with our threatened and endangered species, we have marbled merlets, which like to they're a uh, seabird that likes to nest in our old-growth forests. We have western snowy plovers, which are a, a really tiny, small shorebird that likes to nest on our coastal beaches. And then um, streaked horned larks, which are another uh, threatened species, which um, also like to nest on our coastal beaches. So we do a lot of work trying to manage habitat, re remove invasive species, change things back to the way they once were, and uh, make those uh, habitats flourish. Yes, and of course the Colombian white-tailed deer. So there, it's, it's, when you have a refuge, it benefits all wildlife and it benefits humans because humans are able to interact with the refuge in a number of ways. Um, and so maybe we should have you describe, I mean, the, the, the definition, of course, when it tries to describe, you know, the Willapa National Wildlife Refuge, it said it's a 17,000-acre uh, uh, refuge of sand dunes, sand beaches, mudflats, grasslands, saltwater and freshwater marshes, and coniferous forest. Um, and, and it consists, again, of those three places that you mentioned. But what, what would people see there? What, what do you have that, how do people interact with the Willapa Wildlife Refuge. That's a great that's a great question, Donna. And I think it goes to one of the, it, it speaks to one of the things I love best about the refuge. The Willapa Refuge is so and our complex is so diverse. We have those abundance of habitats that you talked about. So we have everything from those beautiful coastal beaches and, and um, dune habitats that's so important to the species that I just mentioned, to the lush, beautiful rain coastal forest with old growth uh, western red cedars and big Sitka spruces, to the beautiful Wilpa Bay, which are wide open salt marshes and um, that, that are obviously we just talked about really important stopover habitats for migratory birds. You know, we also have freshwater wetlands and freshwater streams, and we have grasslands. So each one of those things, it depends on where you go. So you can see something different with each different habitat. And what we do on the refuge is obviously take care of those habitats. But the best thing, one of the, you know, we are, it kind of combines two passions of mine. Obviously, I'm very passionate about the refuge and wildlife and habitat, but I'm also really passionate about people and our community and connecting the two together. So connecting the refuge to our community is really important. And we do provide a ton of places for recreation on the refuge. We have over a dozen trails spread out all around in those different habitats. We have, you know, everything from hunting, fishing to shellfishing, photography, lots of environmental education that we do within the schools in Pacific County and Waukegum County. Um, 
and, you know, and we also have a really unique opportunity with Long Island for, to provide camping out on Long Island, which is a really magical place uh, to come and visit, uh, you know, especially right now with all of the COVID restrictions. The refuge is open. We are one of those places that has not um, shut down, and people are really trying to reconnect and um, connect with the outdoors and be able to be social distanced from folks, and Willapa provides one of the uh, an amazing place to do that. And I tell you, Long Island has been a very, very busy place <laughs> with all of the camping going on. So, But it's they're uh, nice and spread out campgrounds, and people are able to get out there and reconnect to that that really magical place, the, one of the largest estuarine islands on the Pacific coast. Yes, it's a unique place. I've been fortunate to, to be there myself, and so people can hike, they can... Uh, camp, hunt, fish, photograph, um, just spend time quietly watching birds, uh, wildlife observation. And is the Willapa Integrative, um, I'm sorry, it's the interpretive, is the Willapa Interpretive Art Trail open? Why, yes, it is. Yep, that is, it's a really amazing trail that's been here for almost uh, 20 years now, hard to believe, but uh, it's got some very neat um interpretive art that has been placed along the trail. The first part is a boardwalk and is accessible to to everyone of all ages and abilities. And then there's a second part for those that are more adventurous and ready for a climb, and it's called the Cutthroat Climb Trail, and it leads up through the forest along um, the Cutthroat Creek and uh, allows for those, those kind of get to see where those fish are actually climbing up the creek and trying to spawn at certain times of the year. Do you have a favorite spot on the refuge? Oh, that's a that's a really tough question. <laughs> I have several favorite spots. I can tell you about my favorite trail. Um, my favorite trail is the Teal Slough Trail, which is just north of our headquarters, our current headquarters, on uh, Highway 101, and it's um, just before you cross over the Nacelle River, and it's the Teal Slough Trail. And if you don't have a boat and can't get to Long Island to see some of those really amazing old-growth cedars that are out there, uh, this is the trail for you. It has very limited access, so the parking lot is very, very small. So it keeps the experience really uh, precious as well. So you're able to get there and, and have the place pretty much by yourself, hopefully, usually all the time. And you get to get, get some see some incredible up close and personal views where you can you know really touch those huge 800 year old western cedars that are there that are it's it's a really amazing trail. Love that. And one of the things we should mention is that it's while people can come and interact um, on these trails and uh, you know all these different three three pieces of property that make up the refuge. Um, you can't, they can't bring your dogs because dogs are very disruptive, unfortunately, to wildlife. Yes, it is unfortunate. I mean, I bring my dogs everywhere, and so I know it's, a, it's an unfortunate rule, but the refuge really is here to, um, it's, it's part of our mission, is to protect and conserve wildlife habitat um, for the benefit of wildlife and the American people. So we have to have that balance of, of protecting the wildlife and um, so 
So a, a lot of people can come and visit. So if you bring your dog, unfortunately, dogs um, are pretty disruptive, and a lot of people don't like to keep them on leash. And um, unfortunately, that that's, doesn't leave a lot of wildlife around for the next person to see, and it also disrupts their life cycle pretty pretty um, dramatically. So unfortunately, no dogs on the refuge. And let's talk a little bit about how you operate, how you're funded. So you are part of, again, the National Wildlife Refuge System, which is administered by the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. However, there are things that they don't take care of for you, which is why you have the Friends of Willapa. So let's talk a little bit about how you're funded and what, what you need and, and what projects you're working on maybe. Well, that'll be probably in the second part of the program. But let's talk about funding first. How do you... How do you afford to do the things that you need to do to keep the refuge uh, protected? Sure. Um, so the refuge is part of a, a national, like a national park, but it's a national wildlife refuge. So we're a federal agency, government agency, and we're funded through um, appropriations funded, uh, approved by Congress. So every year our, we have a federal budget, and that is how our refuge um hires its staff and is able to do our work on the refuge. And we have the, the, the most amazing dedicated friends group, which is a nonprofit association called the Friends of Willapa National Wildlife Refuge. And they are a group of amazing dedicated friends. <laughs> they do everything from help us do more outreach and do environmental education and, um, you know, fundraise for specific projects that the refuge doesn't have the funding for that they're able to do. Um, like right now we're working together on a project on the South Bay Trail, which is off of Sandridge Road near 95th Street in Long Beach. And, you know, right now that trail is closed, but we have some exciting improvements going on there, and they, they were able to acquire a couple grants um, thanks to the National Fish and Wildlife Foundation and the Templin Foundation, um, we're working together on creating a <clears throat> overlook on Willapa Bay. So all the way out at the end of the South Bay Trail, there'll be a brand new overlook that's being constructed, and it'll have some local mosaic tile um, from a local artist called um, Renee O'Connor. And that's just going to be a really wonderful addition for folks to be able to come out and sit and view some pretty spectacular um, migrating shorebirds and all sorts of wildlife and see restoring tidal estuary all around you from several, actually from about a decade's worth of different restoration projects that we have been doing on that portion of the south end of Willapa Bay. So they're nonprofit. They they work. Uh, the Friends of Willapa work a lot. We work hand in hand on our our projects, but we're funded completely differently. Uh, but like I say, we're really it's a great relationship and a a fun one too. Well, yes, uh, I, I would encourage everyone to join Friends of Willapa National Wildlife Refuge. It's a 501c3. You can go to their website. Why don't you tell people that there are two websites, and they have different purposes, so why don't you explain about the two websites if people want to get more information about the Willapa National Wildlife Refuge? Sure. Our, our website, uh, to find out more about, to get maps and find out, more about what type of wildlife might be out on the refuge and get a copy of our brochure if there isn't one 
available. Um, you're able to download, download those there. And that website is FWS, like Fish Wildlife Service, .gov forward slash refuge forward slash Willapa. And that would be the place I would suggest you to take a look there. And then for the Friends of Willapa, our, our nonprofit partner, and to become a friend or learn more about volunteer opportunities or how you can help, uh, that would be the Friends of Willapa Refuge dot org. Okay, thank you, Jackie. That's perfect. If you have just tuned in, you're listening to Talk of Our Towns. I'm your host, Donna Quinn, and today I'm talking with Jackie Ferrier. Jackie is the project leader manager of the Willapa National Wildlife Refuge Complex in Washington State, and last year she was named Refuge Manager of the Year by the National Wildlife Refuge Association, the first time in the awards 25 year history a woman received the honor. So we have we have a star, we have a rock star in the refuge world right here in our backyard at Willapa National Wildlife Refuge. And uh, so we've been talking about uh, the fact that the refuge is 17,000 acres, it is open. Uh, it is a great way to connect. There's camping, hiking opportunities there. Um, and you, because let's talk now about some of these projects you're working on, Jackie, which are exciting. So there will be some limited access because you're working on these different projects. So let's talk about that a little bit, please. Well, I work with a rock star team. Let's 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 make sure that I uh, I'm giving some really big shout out to all of our staff, uh, the friends of Willapa Refuge, our partners, and our community. It's it's an amazing combination, which is why I was able to be recognized with such an award. So great team Willapa, we call ourselves. So um, we work together on many different things. Again, a lot lot working on habitat restoration. So we're, we've been doing some estuary restoration, removing some uh, blockages to um, tidal flows. So we've been removing some old dikes that have allowed and reconnecting old streams to allow the, ref, the, the tides of Wilba Bay to enter areas that had been closed off for over 70, 70 years. So these are really important habitats. They allow um, our native salmon to be able to get back and reconnected to the freshwater streams and where they spawn as well as uh, their, the juvenile fish come out and those are feeding in all these really super productive um, habitats in the estuary. So that's, that's one of the things that we've been working on in the South Bay. We also work a lot in our coastal beaches, um, removing non-native plants called, uh, you know, different types of beach grasses that were planted, you know, long time ago to try to do things and no one, before anyone realized how much of a serious change that would cause to the ecosystem. So we do a lot of restoration where we're removing those, uh, some mechanical, some, some biological um, efforts, and that that really opens up the beach to more of a, a more more of a healthy habitat that allows our, our species to uh, flourish. Um, sometimes we do stream restorations where we're able to take out um, perhaps it's a man-made culvert that has been was placed and it blocks the stream access and allows the once we remove that blockage, then again the fish are able to get up further upstream where they where they need to be to go in and 
and spawn during the, the fall season. So, yeah, the refuge is a very busy place, and we do um, a, lot of, a lot of work, a lot of work helping our, helping our critters out. So right now there is some limited access because you are working on these exciting projects, which will probably be completed by sometime in late fall. Yes, yes. So like I mentioned with the overlook that we've been working on on the South Bay Trail, uh, um, that access on the Tarlet unit is restricted at least for the next several weeks while we work on that overlook. So there's lots of equipment and things going back and forth, so we encourage folks to check out one of our other areas and our other trails um, in the meantime while we pardon our progress. And then the other place that is also has some exciting changes is uh, the Ricola unit, which is um, off of 67th Place and Sandridge Road, uh, 67th Place. And that is going to be the home of our new headquarters, which has been recently constructed, so uh, the first time in about 80 years that we'll actually have a headquarters. Uh, we've been functioning out of one of the refuge manager's old houses since 1941. And uh, as the refuge staff grew, we took over the house, and we've really been functioning in this little house that's not really an office. So we're really excited to be having a new new headquarters and um, new base of operations close to Long Beach so folks will be able to get to us and, and, and learn more about the refuge and um, really soon and right now the um, eastern portion of 67th Place is closed because we're doing road construction with, with a, pro a project with uh, Pacific County and Federal Highways Administration, um, their contractors have just started this week, so the road is now closed. So any access that at the Ricola unit is going to be restricted um, until probably about uh, mid-September. Okay, but there's still plenty of the refuge open. Um, so I many also places, wanna, yes. Yes. I also want to mention that, um, that, of course, Many folks who listen to Coast Community Radio, KMUN, will be familiar with Wilpa Nature Notes, which is something everyone loves. Um, and, you know, when people think about Wilpa Bay, they think about oysters. And so does the refuge have anything to do with Wilpa Bay oysters? Well, actually, you know, we work actually, uh, we have worked cooperatively with uh, the aquaculture industry and the local oyster growers for many years on many different projects, whether it's invasive species control. At one point we had, a, you know, a, a very large threat to our Willapa Bay that would have threatened the industry as well as threatened our migratory birds. And we came together and worked together for many, many years on um, Spartina eradication, and it's one of the largest, most successful eradication, invasive species eradication projects um, in the country, um, perhaps the world even. It's been, it's been a true success story. So uh, we, while we don't necessarily have anything to do with raising oysters, we will both believe in the same the same things. We were trying to keep the bay as um, pristine as possible if, because we both need water quality, whether it's for the wildlife that we are trying to benefit 
or the oysters that they are trying to raise. Exactly. And we should also mention that um, one of the uh, programs that you pioneered um, was the Friends of Willapa Refuge Wings Over Willapa, which is an annual birding nature and art festival. And so now we have COVID. So normally this happens in September. So what's happening with Wings Over Willapa? Well, sadly, we the the planning committee and the friends of Willapa uh, and the refuge have um, we're postponing our third annual festival until hopefully in next next fall in September. Um, but our our um, keynote speaker is Rosemary Moscow, and she is. If you don't know her, she is a fabulous nature cartoonist, very popular on uh, Facebook and Instagram, and um, has several books as well. And she is going to be doing a Zoom class for us, um, and that would be another reason to become a friend and learn more about that when that is going to happen. On September 26th, we'll have a Zoom um, Zoom class with her where she's going to give us a little bit more about how to do nature cartooning. So that should be a really fun event and a free event as a gift back to our community for all of our all of the support and sponsors we have had um, throughout the years uh, creating the Wings Over Willapa Festival. Well, I'm going to at this point encourage everyone to go to the Friends of Willapa uh, National Wildlife Refuge and to become a member um, to or to make a donation because um, what a wonderful thing. And then to participate in this Rosemary Moscow Zoom on September 26th, uh, cartooning in nature. Oh, that sounds great. And now we only have a few minutes left. So what other things would you like the listening audience to know about the Willapa National Wildlife Refuge right here in the Columbia Pacific region. Um, I don't think some people perhaps know all that you offer um, to humans and to wildlife. So um, anything else you'd like the listening audience to know, Jackie? Well, I sure would encourage anyone that hasn't had the chance to come and visit to please do take a chance to to look at our website, get a little bit more information, call the refuge. Chances are you'll end up talking with me. <laughs> we don't have a lot of staff here right now uh, because of COVID. So uh, happy to take your questions and connect you to the refuge and be ready for some exciting changes this fall as we open our headquarters and open a couple new trails as well. So very exciting. And Donna, thank you so much for having me today on the show. Well, I'm so happy to have you, Jackie. And you know what? I do have a question, and that is if people do want to camp, um, or they and do they make reservations with you? How does that work? Oh, camping on Long Island is the only place we have camping on the refuge. But camping on Long Island is a first-come, first-serve. So if, the, if you're uh, wanting to come out and camp, you can just get in your kayak, come over, park, get in your canoe or kayak, and and head on out to uh, one of the campsites. If the parking lot is very busy, just be just beware. We only have certain, we have limited number of campsites, and camping is um, required within the campsites themselves. So, no, uh, unfortunately, if the campsites are full, there's there's no there's no room left on Long Island because we're trying to keep that place a magical place and make sure that uh, it stays stays that way. 
Right, but so, uh, but a lot of times people will just come out, and the, you know, the listing artists will just say, "Well, I just want to go for a hike. I just want to take, you know, uh, several hours today, and I'm going to yep. drive out to the refuge, and uh, and they can walk on the, you know, interpretive art trail. They can there there are maps. They can do other things there if they just want to spend a day, you know, at the beautiful refuge. Absolutely, absolutely. So many trails to choose from. Any birds there that you love that are there right this minute or anything that you think people shouldn't miss at this particular time? And we'll have you on when the headquarters opens. We'll do something in the later fall or early winter uh, to let people know exactly what's happening, you know, now that you've, these projects will have been completed. But um, any little thing that you think people should perhaps look out for if they're coming to visit the refuge um, in the next little bit of time. You know, believe it or not, August starts some of the migration. So you're going to start seeing more waterfowl, more more species of waterfowl coming in um, in August. So the pintails usually arrive first, and the shorebirds start coming through, and they start coming through in their what's left of their breeding plumage. So it's a it's a it's a neat time, a really neat time to come visit. But the fall is by far fall and spring are by far the biggest birding opportunities. But there's birds here year-round, all sorts of fun things, whether it's the little chickadees or the, the sanderlings on the beach. They're just a little bit of everything for everyone. Good. Well, Jackie, thank you again so much, and really congratulations on, on being Refuge Manager of the Year. You so deserve it um, with all of the different projects you've been doing, and we can hear the passion in your voice for what you do. So thank you for being part of Willapa National Wildlife Refuge, a haven for, um, for wildlife and for all of us. We are also uh, wildlife. We are we are nature. We need mm -hmm. to reconnect with it. And so thank you so much for being there and for all the great work you're doing. Thank you. Thank you very, very much for having us, and thank you for all your support with uh, Wilpa Nature Notes uh, throughout the years as well. Absolutely. You bet. Thank you, Jackie. And um, I want to express my gratitude to Nevada for making this uh, technology possible so that we could have this phone interview with Jackie today from Willapa National Wildlife Refuge. And also my gratitude to local talented banjo instructor Michael Bruin for his original theme music for this program. Thank you all so much for listening to all of our public affairs shows, to listening to Coast Radio. So until next week, let's take a moment together right now to take a very deep, healing abdominal breath. It is so good for body, mind, and spirit. And then with gratitude, focus on the things that are going well in your life. There will always be things that aren't going well, but focus with gratitude on the things that are. And then give yourself a loving and compassionate hug or a pat on the back for being uniquely you and for doing the best you can. We're living in a crazy time right now, and we're all struggling, and people are anxious. And just be compassionate with yourself and with others. And, um, and now enjoy this moment, the now moment the only moment which exists on the amazing planet we call Earth. <laughs>